Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and coming to you uh, along with my column, fellow columnist and compadre Sunanda Vashisht on a very chilly morning in Houston. How are you doing, Sunanda? Good. How are you, Adit? Uh, great. Absolutely great. And we are very pleased to have a special guest on this Mind Podcast, uh, best-selling author, um, journalist, columnist, uh, Rahul Pandita, someone whose writings, books and columns I always look forward to. If you haven't read yet, I would uh, recommend reading uh, amongst his other works, Bastar, Our Moon Has Blood Clots, and you know, uh, and his uh, regularly, regularly written columns in Open I th- and so forth. So welcome to Mind Podcast, Rahul. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, you're, so uh, you primarily write, write uh, columns for the Open Magazine. Right now. Right currently. now, right? But currently? Yes, I'm a deputy editor with Open. Uh, deputy editor with Open, yeah. No, so I was just telling yeah, our readers to I'm follow a, your I, columns there. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a conflict reporter. I uh, mostly report from conflict areas in uh, India and elsewhere. And yeah. uh, I, I'm a journalist. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, so. Uh, with that, uh, we we he's he we have him. We have Rahul on to discuss an issue that has dominated the news uh, in a big way this week. And uh, both Sunanda and I have been extremely disturbed by the sordid details of this affair, the Katwa case. Sunanda has written a heart-rending piece on this, and Rahul too has written a, a very fine piece on Open in Open Magazine. I would urge you guys to read both of them. But before I go into Rahul, uh, to talk about this so if you just want to give a 15 second overview and then just bring Rahul in yeah so you know um, it's interesting that how I see and this is primarily for our international audience as well and Indian audience because a lot of people get uh, mistaken when it comes to terms and you know nomenclature and words in Jammu and Kashmir so I just want to give a 15 second uh, thing this um, sordid affair this case this rape case of this eight-year-old child it has happened in Katua Katua is in so you have to understand that Jammu and Kashmir is actually Jammu Kashmir and Ladakh so there are three provinces there is Kashmir province there is Jammu province and there is Ladakh province Mm. and most people always think I've been reading stories I've been reading um, um, I think it was in Washington Post and everything, a Kashmiri girl and all that. Um, you know, doesn't matter who she is, but uh, we just want to be right. This child was not Kashmiri. She um, was, uh, this case happened in Katwa, which is in Jammu uh, province in Hiranagar uh, district. The child was from Bakarwal community. Bakarwal is a nomadic um, community. Uh, they uh, move from place to place. In winter months, they stay in Katwa. In summer, they move to Ladakh area, Leh Ladakh area. And no, Bakarwals, as much as a lot of people would like to tell you, Bakarwals, they are Sunni Muslims. They are not Dalits, quote unquote, of India, like a lot of our senior um, journalists would like to say. Um, They are, you know, a lot of people have been saying that, well, they, um, you know, um, have been discriminated against traditionally or so. I don't think there is any story of traditional long time discrimination against um, uh, Bakarwals. Rahul can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's definitely not that case. So I, uh, this after I give this thing, I will just go over to Rahul. And Rahul, if you can briefly tell us, what is this case that happened three months ago and Indian media has just woken up to it? 
Thanks, Narendra. Thanks for having me. Um, just a couple of minor corrections. Uh, mm-hmm. What you said. Um, uh, the incident has happened in Katwa district. Katwa yes. is a district in itself, and Hiranagar is a block at that yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, as it goes uh, in the Indian administrative system. Right. Uh, about uh, 70 kilometers from Jammu city. This is uh, where this unfortunate incident has happened. Uh, now we must understand, like you uh, gave a background about Bakarwal. So Bakarwal are a nomadic tribe. Uh, they are listed as scheduled tribes uh, in Jammu and uh, Kashmir and constitute about 11% of the Gujar Bakarwal community, uh, about 11% of the state's population, and they are predominantly Muslim. Though some of them uh, can also be Hindus or Buddhists, mm. but predominantly uh, Muslims. Now a little background about who these people are. Uh, these people are in Kashmir mostly seen as uh, a pro-India community uh, and uh, an anti-militancy community, which is which is which is something very uh, important for a state like Jammu and Kashmir, which has been reeling under uh, uh, Pakistan-sponsored terrorism for the last thirty years or so. Correct. Yes. When Pakistan sent its armed infiltrators mm-hmm. uh, to Tangmark in Kashmir Valley mm-hmm. under what is uh, called Operation Gibraltar, right? Uh, a very sinister operation to annex Kashmir, mm. and it was a Gujar man called Din Muhammad Jagir who spotted these people, and these people thought that being a Muslim, he would be sympathetic uh, to uh, to to their cause. Mm. They requested him, urged him rather. To go back to the Tangmark town and get some Kashmiri clothes for him, mm. so that uh, you know they can wear those clothes and uh, get into Tangmark. Mm. But instead of doing that, uh, Mr. Jagir uh, reported this to police, and the police <coughs> got alerted in the right time, and the whole operation uh, was thwarted by the authorities. And this was and, when Indira uh, Gandhi was the prime minister. Mrs. Indira Gandhi yes. was prime minister, and for this. Uh, Act of bravery. Uh, he was conferred upon uh, a Padmasri along mm. with uh, the likes of the scientist Satish Dhawan and the artist M. Yes. M. Hussain. Yes. Yes. Uh, but uh, sadly, uh, the Indian state could not protect him in 1990 when uh, militancy erupted in Kashmir Valley, and he was killed by Pakistan-sponsored mm. militants in 1990 itself. Yeah. So that is the background of. Uh, Who these uh, people are mm. now? From the Jammu point of view, there has been some tension, especially mm. in the last few years, mm. because the people of Jammu, it must be said, have certain concerns mm. about what they call the sinister efforts of the uh, politicians in in from Kashmir Valley to change the demography of uh, Jammu, Jammu province. Mm. Uh, matters, uh, you know, things have not helped because. Uh, Uh, matters got slightly worse after uh, the Rohingyas surprisingly mm. were given a sanctuary in in Jammu. Now, officially, as a journalist, I do not uh, have an official position on whether the Indian government should uh, let uh, the Rohingya refugees uh, be on its soil. Mm. Uh, but I am very clear on one fact that uh, they are bad news as far as the 
already polarized state, already mm. uh, a state which has bloodied history, like mm. Jammu and Kashmir is concerned. Mm. It's a very bad idea to give sanctuary to Rohingya Muslims in 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 Jammu and Kashmir. Okay. And this is exactly what has happened. Mm. Uh, what has happened uh, at, at around seven eight years ago. So this is not health matter. So mm. there was already some tension between the local uh, Dogra Hindus and uh, the Bakarwal mm. uh, community, which spends its uh, summers in the higher altitudes with their livestock, and then they come back mm. um, in, in, in plains in, in Jammu and other regions. So there have been uh, cases of some skirmishes uh, in the in the in the last few months. Mm. And uh, sadly, you know, it is this tension which ultimately led to the very brutal uh, rape and murder of a uh, innocent eight-year-old uh, Bakarwal called Asifa, mm. uh, who had been living in a village called Rasana in Katwa village, and uh, was abducted on uh, 10th of January when she had gone to look after her ponies. Mm. Um, and uh, her parents filed a report, a missing uh, persons report on uh, on on 12th January, and uh, her body was recovered a few days later. On January 17th. And after mm. that, after that, all hell has uh, broken loose. The uh, the local police was uh, found to be implicit in the manner. Now eight people have been arrested by the JNK Police Crime Branch. Four of them are uh, from the from the local police, mm. uh, including a special police officer who is one of the two men accused in this case. Mm. Now it has created a lot of furore in the Jammu province because many people in Jammu believe that uh, justice has not been done in this case, and this is a conspiracy on the part of uh, Valley based. Let me just ask you a question, Rahul. Give me one. Give me one minute. Just uh, let me ask you a question. So, Jammu people feel that the justice has not been done, but justice hasn't, it hasn't really reached the courts yet. So, what has happened is that the culprit or allegedly culprits have been nabbed and they have been put in jail and now the case will be made against them. And why is it, why is the feeling that the justice hasn't been served? I mean, um, they haven't really gotten to that point yet. I think a couple of things have happened, uh, which I personally find very uh, unfortunate. Uh, now, like I said, you know, there are some concerns which are genuine concerns as mm. far as the people of Jammu are concerned, mm. uh, you know, about the Rohingyas or their so-called concern about the changing demography of, uh, of, 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 of this particular province. Mm. Um, but, you know, ideally what should have happened is that this case should have been uh, seen in complete isolation because no matter what has happened mm. or no matter who is trying to do what, nobody can justify the sinister plot of the abduction and rape and brutal murder of a young girl. Mm. Uh, but badly, this is exactly what happened. If you remember the first so-called Ekta uh, Manchyata, mm. which is a a uh, conglomeration of people from BJP, from National Conference, from uh, the from the Congress Party, mm. uh, you know, leaders from from Jammu Province. They formed this uh, Ekta Manch mm. and they came out waving Indian flags in favor of the arrested accused. Okay, let me just uh, uh, let me just stop which, you there. Which they should not have done. Okay, lot of people, lot of people have yes, written back are, to me, Rahul. They are, they are, 
they are in their right to demand the impartial CBI inquiry. That's mm. all, all right. But it's very unfortunate to conflate these two issues. Because no, there can't be any justification to the murder and rape. Okay, so I have read some, um, uh, you know, interviews of uh, lawyers, and I think it was in Rediff and everything. They have been saying that at no point have we said, um, you know, don't investigate or don't go after the criminals. All we are asking for is CBI inquiry. No, but so okay, one thing, and and I'm gonna come uh, uh, ask you a question as well on this, Rahul. Yes, I have read those interviews too, but then there are also so charges about them not allowing the cops to file the charge sheet yeah. now <clears throat> it could be argued and i've had uh, some in some responses to your piece i've seen the people are saying the charge sheet is flawed or something like that but then what was the point of the lawyers blocking it they could have questioned the charge sheet but charge sheet no. is never the be all and end all of the exactly case my point. charge exactly sheet my is point. always something that you file in the government files in and those people uh, you know it is then discussed and it's never it's never the final verdict so that no. just so, uh, bothers me that why is charge sheet being called the final verdict that's one but what i want to ask rahul is that ostensibly they are saying all that we are um, asking for is a cbi inquiry cbi for those of our audience who don't know is central bureau of investigation that is uh, directly run by home ministry of india that's run by central government and not by state government so just that caveat in so why is there so much resistance to cbi uh, inquiry why not give it to cbi in the first place like unnao case has been well a couple of things mm. first of all uh, you, you know the lawyer association or the other leaders uh, who are giving statements who are issuing statements on this behalf are uh, not giving the complete picture the truth is and it's been widely reported in the media including the indian express and all of us have seen those statements so the first uh, you, you know the first rally under the national flag was done uh, for two reasons and those two reasons were very clear one mm-hmm. is that freedom accused mm-hmm. uh, that's very really unfortunate and the other was that you know the demand for a cba inquiry mm-hmm. but what happens usually uh, is that when the when the police when the when the local police uh, fails to do a proper investigation then the onus is on the state government to demand a cba investigation but in this case what happened is you know when uh, when these people were first arrested uh, you know the first uh, accused was arrested this juvenile boy in this case the main accused son all of us who were following this case were of the opinion that you know something is wrong in this case mm. and this particular case should be handed over to the cbi but then shortly afterwards the case was handed over to the crime branch mm. the crime branch in jammu and kashmir is a highly professional team and it's a, in this case a special <coughs> investigation team was formed comprising of 15 people uh, comprising of both muslims and both hindus from kashmir valley from jammu province and you know as a reporter who has covered kashmir uh, conflict for a very long time mm. i personally know most of these officers and they have an impeccable track record mm. for example the officer directly supervising this case is a kashmiri pandit himself his name is ramesh jala who has survived several terrorist attacks uh, in in kashmir valley including one attack in shrinagar outside a hotel where a hand grenade attack incapacitated him for several months yet yeah. hospitalized 
the inspector general, the head of the crime branch, is another celebrated uh, Kashmiri Muslim migrant officer mm. called Ahmad Al Mustafa. Mm. He is one of the few police officers who has broken the back of militancy uh, in, in 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 Kashmir Valley. Mm. Uh, and there are there are several other officers who have done their investigation very in a very professional manner. Mm. They have used both modern and conventional policing methods. to gather all the evidence against the accused mm-hmm. now you are absolutely right saying that the charge sheet when it's filed is just what, what it is called mm-hmm. a charge yeah. a charge sheet for the police in front of the court mm-hmm. that this is what we have found out now it is up to you mm-hmm. to weigh the charges weigh the evidence and then pronounce a judgment correct but what happened on 9th april is that when the crime branch <coughs> officials went to the district court to uh, to produce their evidence to submit their evidence to submit their charge they were stopped physically mm. stopped by a gang of lawyers for about 6 hours they could not file the charge yeah. which is again Shameful. like i said very unfortunate because Shameful. lawyers as yeah. members of any bar association in this country you are under oath this is how the supreme court of india has now taken a cognizance mm. that you cannot stop a police officer or a lawyer who has taken up the case of her parents now her biological parents now mm. the the victim's biological pain you cannot stop them from uh, producing the uh, charge sheet mm. and then afterwards if you find loopholes in the charge sheet if you think that the justice has not been done you fight that in the court right. that is how Uh, you, you know the uh, in a civilized way you should you should go about it yeah. yes absolutely but so are you saying one moment are you saying that when because one of the charges is that there is no one from jammu inquiring uh, in part of that sit or part of that investigation committee did i hear you right when you said that there are people from jammu officers from jammu as well in this 15 member team Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. That's no, what I wanted to confirm. So, two things disappoint me the most of this. What Rahul said and what you've also told me, and you actually uh, fought off arguments on Twitter saying um, people questioning the integrity of Mr. Ramesh Shah. That's that's rubbish. Rubbish, right? Yeah. I mean. Absolutely, and then people who are uh, questioning the integrity, most ninety nine percent of people who are questioning the integrity of Mr. Jala are those who have only heard Mr. Jala's name five days ago. <laughs> so, Probably. so I am not going so, into so there. That's, that's uh, one part, and then the second part is the Bud Brigade, right? Bud Brigade. So, so uh, what Salman Rushdie calls the Bud Brigade, that basically they'll say one thing, but then quantify that statement with a but because whatever they want to say comes after that. Hmm. That, acha, what uh, happened to Asifa was very wrong, and the perpetrators should be punished. but there's this why why a but talk yeah. about talk about the first case tell that the perpetrator should be punished um you know then uh, put a put a period in there and start about that, next and no, case and so if you want to talk and what um, uh, rahul actually mentioned was very important that there is uh, some tension with the rohingya issue in jammu but that is not connected to this there and is not just the tension with rohingya issue there is also a tension that jammu traditionally has felt that it has gotten stepmotherly treatment which is which is, which right. is genuine because a lot of attention has been given but to trouble torn kashmir no, but so that's that, true people should not use this strategy tragedy Correct. to make that point that, that's the travesty that is the travesty and a lot of people who feel that this issue is being used as a smoke screen to um you know protect these perpetrators or alleged perpetrators at the moment have a point 
बिकॉज द मिनिट यू मडी द होल थिंग लुक एट हाउ मेनी स्ट्रैंड्स आर फ्लोइंग राइट नाउ इन द होल स्टोरी दैट इज वॉट हैपन्स वेन यू मडी दोल वॉटर्स लेट दिस इशू बी ट्रीटेड जस्ट एज अ crime that it is in a heinous crime that has been um, committed and then treat other issues what happens is you are undermining the other issues as well okay interesting points now, so now in part 2 what i want to focus is what next and what's going to follow uh, now being in the situation that we are and uh, will justice be done okay. is the real question so um uh, I, i guess we were almost having a more heated debate offline than online, online. <laughs> but rahul you wanted to make a couple of points so i wanted to come to you first uh, before we go into a discussion yeah yes i just wanted to make a couple of points as far as this case is concerned number one is that you know let's go a little uh, in the background and understand what has happened here uh when the armed militancy the insurgency uh, moment broke out in uh, in in Kashmir Valley in 1989-90 uh the first uh, brunt uh, was faced by Kashmiri pandits mm. uh the Kashmiri Hindus and you know they, they they were they were killed ruthlessly and that is how you know the the so called freedom movement in Kashmir lost its moral ground you know the high otherwise you know uh, they would have they would have rode on that you know uh, they could ride on that uh, high moral ground saying that you know this is a freedom movement but when they started killing innocent people you know doctors professors engineers housewives uh, every, all kinds of uh, people several hundred kashmiri pandits done to death in a matter of few months they lost that moral high ground now as far as this story is concerned you know jammu has the, the you know the people in jammu have had a, a moral high ground you know their ge- concerns are genuine you know that oh, they are a secular people uh, people from ladakh come and stay in, uh, in 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 jammu people from shrinagar do their business in jammu and suddenly you you know you have this uh, case hitting in your face and you have uh, people coming out with national flags and you have people uh, coming out in support of the accused shouting uh, uh, religious slogans i think uh, that is how you know they should have learned an example uh, from from uh, uh, from the separate you know what happened in kashmir in 1990 but unfortunately they did not and uh, today uh, no one is willing to speak about the genuine concerns uh, they would have had the other point i wanted to make is you know concerning journalists in jammu you know you know i've been following a lot of facebook and twitter posts from from jammu from the civil society from journalists from 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 leaders of the community from the dogras from kashmiri pandits everyone all i'm saying you know you use a lot of rhetoric and you know you point towards a lot of conspiracy theories which is all fine but journalistically i'm sorry they do not help you've been circulating a lot of fake uh news about this case you began by saying that you know oh this is a property case mm. her, her her biological parents are dead mm. and you know the, this this the father who adopted her uh, is a is her maternal uncle actually mm. uh wants her property but then you know journalists from all over india have uh, gone to kathua and they have interviewed uh the biological father they are very much alive mm-hmm. then you said that oh the one of the accused uh, who was pursuing a degree in agriculture uh, in meerut near delhi 
uh, and who, who was called by the other accused to uh, rape this young victim mm. or oh, he was uh, he was in the examination center mm. uh, far away in in delhi when this incident happened but you know the cctv footage uh, has been uh, grabbed from there it has gone to the laboratory but on the face of it as journalists have spoken to the uh, officials of that university it seems that vishal and uh, many others vishal jangrotra yeah used to, uh, vishal jangrotra mm. and many others in that college had used proxy candidates uh, to appear in the examination yes. so he was not there was but not the there. final outcome will obviously come after the yeah. lab reports are out but of this course. is prima facie so it is uh, if, the, what has happened mm. so you you know you you are floating these conspiracy theories and the more you're flat floating these conspiracy theories you are further and further weakening your case that might be genuine mm. for god's sake don't do that so, if you as a journalist as a civil uh, uh, civil rights person as a member of the civil society have anything concrete to say or offer as an evidence please put that on table do not use any smoke screen do not use uh, any rhetoric or uh, vague riddles uh, to address this issue so, two, thank two, you two quick points on this and i kind of agree uh, on that what um, rahul said the details of the two kids if true from delhi and meerat going they are even more disturbing the more they emerge and stuff in the stories we've heard and what he said about you know talking about other things how hard it is to issue an unequivocal condemnation yeah and then move on from there talk about other issues and stuff and another thing that i wanted to discuss sunanda that this case has made the national news and rightly so you know because of the sort of international news because of mm-hmm. the sorted details of the crime and how barbaric it was and everything but there are 19 to 20000 uh, child rapes happening in india every year or something if if i'm not wrong uh, that was the data from 2016 or 2017 mm-hmm. i forget let this open a whole new debate and discussion on this where let not the child rapes how they are being reported just be on the last page of the you know or just in a corner yeah. of a newspaper or something this should be open the case for sexual wider. violence against um, yeah, children yeah much wider discussion yeah i want to ask two questions to rahul i know there is lot of whatsapp i mean if there is one uh, don't uh, take me to uh, you know cleaners with it but if there is one day when i wish whatsapp had never existed it has been last 3 days yeah, because everyone I mean, is an expert without knowing any facts yes, of anything the amount of garbage that has gone in whatsapp forwards is just mind boggling but i just want to ask um, rahul two questions is there any truth to the fact that when the investigation agency was investigating they picked up so many random people and they did uh, there was so much of uh, error going on in the cut in this village in visana that a lot of people had to leave their homes is there any truth to that i i've also been uh, told about it and uh, truth be told i've i've spoken to uh, journalists who were on ground and uh, you know who were present there uh, you know one has to understand this area sunanda you mm. know it is Uh, predominantly 100% hindu majority yes. uh, except a few families here and there there's absolutely uh, no chance in hell that in this already vitiated and tense atmosphere uh, a, a team of crime branch 
uh, will go and start harassing and intimidating people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been there have been some organized protests where um, the women folk of the but uh, this particular village and a couple of neighboring villages have come out and uh, they have uh, alleged mm-hmm. harassment at the hands of the crime branch mm-hmm. uh, officials. But mm-hmm. on ground, the so far. Uh, there appears to be no evidence okay. uh, suggesting this at all. And I want to ask you another question. Uh, Mr. Rahul Gandhi uh, took the case as um, rightly. I mean, he's an opposition. I mean, one cannot grudge him for milking this for his own benefit. I mean, any political party would do that. My question is that when he was doing his protest marches and candle marches, did he not know that in Katua, in this Hindu Ekta Manch, Congress is a part of that Hindu Ekta Manch and they are also um, asking for CBI inquiry? That seems a little double speak to me that you say one thing in Delhi and then your people in Katua are doing something else. I mean, it's a it's a it's a typical Congress response. We have seen this time and again, Sananda. You know, I refuse to believe it that the president of a party does not know uh, what his own people are uh, doing in a very sensitive area. Mm. Uh, But uh, just in order to grab headlines on, uh, especially on social media, you know, they organize this march, etc. But. you know, as is with uh, many other important issues, including uh, the emancipation of Dalits, etc., you saw what happened in that uh, particular so-called Upuas, yeah. five-hour Upuas, which I call skipping lunch, basically. Yeah. You know, that is uh, that is the kind of seriousness with which the Congress party in this country takes up certain issues. Yeah. And I think it's more or less the same gravitas, with the same gravity that Mr. Gandhi uh, took up this particular issue also, knowing very well that, you know, in his own people, uh, you know, every uh, political party uh, in, in, in Jammu uh, wants to have these votes. Uh, so, irrespective yeah. of your party affiliation may be the BJP or the Congress or even National Conference. Yeah. They've all been uh, making the, uh, you know, the so-called right kind of noises in the province. No, and let's uh, not forget. So not to anger, anger the anger the the votes there, yeah. and you know it's 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 backfiring, I must say. And this double speak between the Jammu unit or the Jammu and Kashmir unit and the Congress, uh, Delhi Congress is not new. Uh, if you you and Rahul do you remember during Gulam Nabi Azad's election as a Rajya Sabha candidate, um, uh, a few Congress MLAs got a letter of support from Engineer Rashid, and he claims that about four some Congress MLAs actually wrote a letter of apology uh, for Afzal Guru's hanging and stuff yeah so that's not that's not a myth that's a fact exactly uh, yeah no 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 yeah. i'm saying I, the number of congress MLAs, i'm not sure yeah, what yeah, he claimed. but, but yeah that that i mean engineer rashid what what can i what more can i say <laughs> the, yeah. um, to to call him a separatist mla is an understatement yeah <laughs> but you know there is there is always the, that you say one thing in delhi and you say another thing right. in srinagar or but, jammu okay, or no, katwa that has always why, been the case what has opened this door for rahul gandhi to make a protest had this been nipped in the bud and by nipped in the bud I'm not saying that pour water over no by all means investigate by nipped in the bud I mean issue a condemnation say that there will be an impartial inquiry and actually enable that inquiry to happen no political mileage would have been made out of this yeah. but the fact that this was allowed to linger on 
this is what's going to happen. If you allow a wound to fester, then you will have flies coming on it. And let's not forget, Mehbooba Mufti has not been able to conduct an election in Anantanag yet. Mm. Right? She might even lose her own constituency. A lot of people say next year, there are Lok Sabha elections, but... She needs a ground to come back. Yeah, right yeah. now, PDP is not even looking like they'll win any Lok Sabha seat. Yeah. So, so everyone is unfortunately using this issue. And I have to say this with heavy heart, whether it is BJP or PDP or National Conference or um, Congress, they are all using this to get their own political mileage because next year the elections are coming. This is a tough year and they all want to be able to sort of ride on this issue. Mm. My only request, you know, where this thing is, A, stop WhatsApp forwards. Do not believe WhatsApp forwards. That's my first request. And my other request is that just look at this issue as a criminal issue. This is what some psychopaths did. A charge sheet, whatever it says, is not an incrimination on the entire community. What is a charge sheet? Charge sheet is nothing but what the crime branch or the government or whatever thinks about this case. It can be easily quashed in the court. It can be easily contested in the court. It's not the final verdict. Please don't read charge sheet as the final verdict. And you all know that. Then why is this being done? When you know that charge sheet is not the final verdict and you don't even allow it to get filed, that is when you give rise to rumors that you are protecting the accused. That is the problem. So let's not do those things here. Absolutely. And before we wrap up the segment, I wanted to come to Rahul for any closing comments on this issue and something that he wanted to add. Rahul? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Can you yeah. Uh, so no, I was like, before we wrap up this segment, I wanted to come to you for any closing comments and if you wanted to add anything on this. No, I just wanted to, uh, again, uh, very vehemently add to what Sunanda has already said. Mm. Uh, to, to to all my friends who are listening to this podcast. And uh, this does not only hold uh, uh, true uh, for this particular incident, but many incidents. Uh, I know you're far away from your country. Uh, uh, you know, the diaspora, uh, you know, is very concerned with what is happening in India. Uh, but, you know, I have... I'm connected to so many people in in, in the diaspora, you know, they are friends. But I often uh, see them falling uh, victim to these WhatsApp forwards and, uh, uh, you know, random news, which is very, very loosely circulated on social media. Please, please, please do not believe in a word of what you get on WhatsApp. Uh, or on Facebook from an unverified uh, news agency. There are so many uh, loose websites masquerading as news agencies, etc., etc. Please do not fall victim to them mm. unless and until you hear it from your close uh, friends who you trust or, uh, you know, this particular news item has appeared on credible news sites or uh, channels it's very difficult to say <laughs> but uh, yeah, please, please 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 do not fall right. uh, with because i often see like, on my own timeline uh, people people circulating and believing in a, a lot of what sunanda rightly called garbage I know, absolutely. And and there is so much kite flying based on two or three bits of information that people have received on WhatsApp that it's truly scary, you know. And then let's not fall for confirmation biases. 
on this. Yeah. So before we let you go, Rahul, uh, we wanted to ask you for a recommendation for our readers. Um, before Rahul gives us, I I definitely want to recommend all our readers to read his book, Our Moon Has Blood Clots. It's a harrowing read, uh, and but everyone should read about what happened in Kashmir. Yes. And if if nothing, you will at least know where Kashmir is located, where Jammu is located, and where Ladakh is located. No, and, and these three happened? places are not one. And, and the if reality of Kashmir, the reality, and the reality of, Kashmir. of Kashmir, of course. Uh, so, yeah. Rahul, any recommendations that you have? Well, um, uh, now that I come to think of it, um, I uh, I had a. a really 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 uh, magnificent experience uh, in october last year when i traveled uh, to tamil nadu uh, mm. tamil nadu the southern indian state of tamil nadu i was on a personal pilgrimage um, you know we we are really concerned about what is happening and uh, you, you know since um, i'm a refugee who is uh, you know who is away from the land of his forefathers um sometimes uh, you know when you feel away from home when you feel disconnected when you feel homeless uh sometimes you just want some sort of connection with your ancestors with your forefathers with you with the gods you worship um and there's a friend of mine who uh, often used to say that uh, um as far as the hindu software is concerned it was all built in uh, the north india but as far as the hardware is concerned it's all there in south south india and i i realized how true he was because really i live in uh, delhi if i want to visit a temple i can't go to a single temple there because you know there are there are temples around but you know you don't feel the same kind of uh, connection with them so i traveled through uh, tamil nadu and visiting some of these really really ancient um uh, temples from uh, meenakshi temple in madurai to sri rangam to chidambaram to uh, papanasham and finally uh, the journey ended in tiruvannamalai at the sri ramana ashram where i was fortunate to spend a uh, few uh, days in absolute uh, solitude and uh, meditation away from uh, my whatsapps and uh, mm-hmm. cell phones just Uh, me and my god and uh, uh, sri ramana you're right in front of me and uh, i will i will never forget this experience mm. and i urge all of you who have not already done this uh, pilgrimage please take out time next time when you come to india uh, or if you are already in india please take out time uh, to visit uh, some of these places uh, you mentioned um, uh, i guarantee you that it will leave you uh, a different person Yeah. No, and and what more to uh, talk? What what a better way? There isn't a better way to talk about the diversity of India when somebody from the northernmost state is talking about the southernmost state. Visiting yeah. that, it's beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? It's beautiful. It's a tribute <laughs> tribute to our idea of India. It's such a beautiful thought. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Uh, thank you, thank you so much, Rahul, for joining us this week. Uh, for our listeners of Mind Podcast, uh, we'll do a quick news wrap up in five minutes. But we promised Ra- to have Rahul on for this segment, and thank you so much. It was some fascinating. And actually, insights. Rahul has to go somewhere for a professional assignment, but he st- uh, took out time to speak to us today. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll let you go now, Rahul. But um, thank you so much for stopping and talking to us today. It's a pleasure always to uh, speak to you, Sunanda, and uh, I'm her other friend. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you so you. much. Okay, bye bye. Right. Thanks. Yes, bye bye. So to uh, end um, 
this part of uh, mind podcast just talking about a little bit of news that dominated let's not forget the उन्ना एप केस दैट डोमिनेटेड द न्यूज बट वहाँ पे तो सी बी आई की इन्वेस्टिगेशन ऑलरेडी चल रही है सुनंदा सो डू यू हैव एनी अपडेट्स ऑन दैट और आर वी जस्ट वेटिंग नो द पर्सन हैज बीन द अक्यूज अलेज हैजरेडी बीन एप्रहेंडेड बाई सी बी आई ही इज अरेस्टेड सो एंड दैट केस एटलीस्ट यू नो थिंग्स आर यू नो गोइंग वेल सो Let's just uh, you know see what happens. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, what the heck is happening with the Trump administration here. It's in uh, free fall, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> before we uh, end, um, and uh, <clears throat> we talked a little bit about the SCC Act thing and all that in last week's podcast, I mm-hmm. think, right, Sananda? Um, um, yes, it? we did talk about oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <coughs> the the two ministers, by the way, have already resigned and everything, uh, yeah. unrelated thing. But one, I wanted to end on one positive note before we uh, end. Um, India's Commonwealth Game camp, Games campaign, right? Now I know a lot of people have said that uh, we've we've only done. Ma- I mean, um, we have we got a few more medals than we did last year, but there it's different, right? First of all, we got twenty six golds. Uh, Is this our best performance in no, no, Commonwealth ever? was in delhi 2010 where we got 101 medals oh so but but you have to understand uh, there the difference was shooting the sport of shooting had 44 medals in delhi okay uh, 44 times 3 is so that's like 100 and few medals 130 got medals and out of that india won like 30 30 plus so wow. india was like leading in the shooting medal and essentially if you see right now shooting has 19 times 3 medals so mm. so that difference uh, was there and india actually uh, did uh, the what was heartening was we got 26 golds so that's 26 fields that you completely won and there were some promising new faces there was this guy called anish who was at the age of 15 he won the gold you have manika batra at the age of 22 she won a singles gold in table tennis uh, to do to go with the doubles bronze and then other uh, other team event she won as well so which was incredible and she beat the top seeds out there uh, then you had uh, i forget the name there was a 16 year old who won there was a 17 year old i mean it is amazing and those are the real stories of the commonwealth and one of for me one of the proudest moments in badminton was when you had saina nehwal and pv sindhu fighting for the gold medal in commonwealth games and the scoreboard read india versus india and i loved it i mean you know you so so you know how it word works and they don't tell you the names of the players right mm-hmm. they only put the flag of the country right yeah. so they had india and india so you actually had to see acha who's scoring but she won the gold and pv sindhu won the silver so anyways i think it's promising hopefully we carry this form into the 2020 olympics mm-hmm. and do well uh, of course the challenge from uh, the country where we are staying in united states is going to be formidable as well because it always stops the medal and that's what you really have to see that if the kids can perform on that big stage or not because uh get performing is one thing getting setting the games record and stuff but being under that sort of pressure you know like uh, and how to come out of it is completely other thing so let's see absolutely absolutely so before that uh before we end any recommendations that you have yes um you know this past thursday um april 12th was uh, holocaust remembrance remembrance day and um there is one book uh, night by elie wiesel mm-hmm. that i highly highly recommend it's a uh, elie wiesel also got a nobel prize for peace uh, incidentally it is a small slim volume um about 
Ellie when he was a young child in the concentration camps. You know, there are some stories that we should never forget. Mm. And Holocaust is one such story. And I would highly, highly recommend Night by Ellie Wiesel. Very interesting. Yeah. My uh, <laughs> my recommendation this week is supposed is uh, uh, from my neighboring state uh, to Marathis. The first Marathi, of course, one of the most uh, is uh, one of the most popular uh, leaders from Maharashtra uh, that has since independence, Dr. Bhimrao Ambedkar. Yeah. Uh, his birth anniversary was yesterday, and uh, of course, our Shraddhanjali to him. But I would recommend uh, reading his works. Reading uh, Anand Ranganathan has written some very interesting pieces on him, so read those pieces as well. And reading uh, reading his book, and also uh, watching the show. Samvidhan by Sham Benegal, uh, which talks about how the Constitution of India was drafted. Uh, B.R. Ambedkar, of course, was the chairman of the Constitutional Committee, and one must remember him definitely. Absolutely. But apart from him, also remember the other people who helped him draft. Uh, Kanhayal Munshi, who was his deputy, comes to mind. Then there was um, Hansa Mehta. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, S.A. Iyengar. So many people, you know. Alladi mm. Krishna Swami Iyengar. Uh, H.C. Mukherjee. I, I can go on and on. But watch that show. I know. I haven't watched it and you have recommended it. It's a 10-episode series. Yeah, it's a 10-episode series. It. But I had to do it today. I've recommended yeah. it earlier. And then the other is this song. Like, because there has been, this week has been so disturbing. Yeah. So I ran into this song from a movie called uh, Katyar uh, uh, Karjat Ghusli, which I think means in, in it's in Marathi, is, is a knife that pierced katyar you know knife ah. kare, kare. so uh, and uh, uh, it's by Shankar Mahadevan it's called uh, I know uh, you made me hear the snippets and I had goosebumps It he's just he actually is acting, acting in that song as well but he he Man Mandira is the name. His, mm-hmm. his son has sung the other one. Shankar Sangha actually gave the music for this. Okay. It's in Marathi. And uh, it was the, the film has Sachin Pilgaukar mm-hmm. uh, from the Rakshri movies. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it was a hit movie. A Dagger Through the Heart actually is the literal translation of it. So I would recommend uh, um, you uh, do read it. And uh, the, the knife itself is voiced by the late Rima Lagu. Ah, it's nice. Uh, ha, so it's very interesting. Anyways, but just that song, it's it'll just give you so much peace reading uh, that. But and on that um, hopeful yet you know sad note that this podcast has been. Uh, it's just, uh, I would like to uh, take your leave. But before we leave, I wanted to quote two lines written by my good friend Sonanda Vashisht in her fantastic piece when she ended with this. Um, and all those who find a child's mutilation at a right moment for agenda peddling and vested interests are only a shade, shade better than the psychopaths who killed Asifa. <laughs> Before you peddle any agenda, anything, read those lines again. Take a moment, pray to your God and think what you're about to say. Because what you're about to say or think does matter. Yes. It was an eight-year-old kid. Let's not forget that. Absolutely. With that, we'll be back next week. Uh, keep tuning into Mind Podcast debates and videos. Um, this is Aditya Sonanda signing off. Thank you. Bye bye.